CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by Kraken. It's Monday, September 25th, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. My name is Noel Acheson, Coindesk collaborator and author of the Crypto is Macro Now newsletter on Substack. On today's show, we're talking about notable Bitcoin buying, Ether's inflation rate, and more. So you don't miss an episode, be sure to follow the podcast on your platform of choice. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Now, a Markets Roundup. Bitcoin and Ether have been drifting lower over the past 24 hours, with Bitcoin down 1.6% as at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, trading at $26,158. Ether is down 1.2%, trading at $1,576. Today's moves notwithstanding, the underperformance of Ether so far this month is notable. In a recent episode, I talked about the ratio between the Bitcoin and the Ether price as a gauge on market sentiment. When it's climbing, Bitcoin is doing better, and when the ratio is falling, Ethereum is outperforming. Late last week, this ratio reached its highest point in over a year, and it is currently more than 25% higher than at the time of Ethereum's move to proof-of-stake last September. But rather than suggest that the upgrade has not delivered value, it shows the heavy weight of market sentiment on asset prices. Since the upgrade, the market has had to contend with the implosion of FTX and other key market players, and the regulatory mood in the US has certainly chilled, suppressing Ethereum activity. And the underperformance persists even as the likelihood of approval of the first Ether Futures ETF climbs. At a conference last week, a Bloomberg analyst put the chances of this vehicle being approved by the US Securities and Exchange Commission at 95%. Not a sure thing yet, but those odds are pretty high. In traditional markets, US stocks look set to continue their slide from Friday, which could, if this trend persists over the rest of the week, live up to the market legend of the September effect. Historical market performance shows that September is typically the worst performing month for the S&P 500. The index has been down for just over half of all Septembers since 1928. That's not a glaring majority, but it looks like this month will add to the legend. Earlier this morning, the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq were both flat to slightly down, while the Dow Jones was down over two-tenths of a percent. Crossing the Atlantic, the FTSE 100 and the German DAX were also trending lower earlier today, both down 1.2% on Friday's close. The Eurostock 600 index was down slightly less, just over nine-tenths of a percent. Sentiment is weighed down by concerns about China's property sector, the impact of higher US interest rates, and a lot of data last week showing a contracting Eurozone economy. 
In Asia, Japan's Nikkei index rose almost nine-tenths of a percent, as the Bank of Japan's commitment to loose monetary policy, at least for now, is supporting investor sentiment. In China, stocks were weighed down by intensifying property sector concerns as liquidators were appointed to yet another developer and the Evergrande restructuring hit a roadblock. The Shanghai Composite closed over half a percent down on Friday. The Hang Seng got hit even harder, closing down just over 1.8%, reaching its lowest level since November of last year. In commodities, the Brent crude benchmark was more or less steady over the weekend. This is despite an announcement today that Russia plans to ease some aspects of its diesel and gasoline export ban, partially relieving, for now anyway, a potential squeeze in those key markets. Earlier today, the benchmark was trading at just under $92 per barrel, still well above where it was a year ago, but down from its recent peak of over $95. The gold price was also stable over the weekend, despite continued US dollar strength. Earlier today, it was trading at $1,924 per ounce. Stay tuned. After the break, we'll take a look at Ether inflation and a Bitcoin bull buys again. Meet the all-new Kraken Pro, the powerful, customizable, beautiful way to trade crypto. It's Kraken's most powerful trading platform ever, packed with trading features like advanced order management and analytics tools, all in a redesigned, modular trading interface. So head to pro.kraken.com and trade like a pro. Not investment advice. Some crypto products and markets are unregulated. The unpredictable nature of the crypto assets market can lead to loss of funds and profits. May be subject to capital gains tax. Welcome back. In this section, we're going to look at what's going on with Ether's net supply. But first, it turns out that software company turned Bitcoin fund MicroStrategy bought 5,445 more Bitcoins since the beginning of August, bringing its holdings up to just over 158,000 Bitcoin, worth roughly $4.7 billion at market prices. Back in August, the company had said that it may raise up to $750 million by selling more MicroStrategy stock and would use some of the proceeds to increase its Bitcoin holdings. Its recent purchases cost nearly $150 million, which suggests that MicroStrategy is still bullish on Bitcoin and still has some funds to allocate. And in Ether, on Friday, Christian Sandor reported that Ether has reverted to being inflationary as activity on the network continues to drop. Network fees, a proxy for usage, fell more than 9% last week to the lowest level in nine months, according to data from Into the Block. You may remember that as of last August's network upgrade, Ether paid as fees for Ethereum transactions are burned. Low fees means fewer Ether are removed from circulation, and the amount burned no longer offsets new supply coming in through rewards paid to validators. This means that, rather than gently declining as it has been doing throughout most of this year, Ether's net supply is now increasing. Given the lackluster markets, this is unlikely to have a material impact on Ether's price at this stage, but it does remove a potential short-term price support. That's it for today's show. I'm out at a conference tomorrow and won't be able to record your regular update, but instead we'll have a different format for you, with my thoughts on the main tailwinds and headwinds impacting the crypto market. I hope you'll tune in. We'd love to hear your feedback. You can reach us at podcasts at coindesk.com. 
do also please send us questions you'd like us to address on the Spotify Q&A, follow us, and if you like the show, please leave us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Michelle Musso, with executive production by Jared Schwartz. I'm Noel Atchison for Coindesk. We're back tomorrow with more market news and insights.